This is my tax for helping be your supplier. Wrong. Now that sounds wrong too. Your mule? <laughs> Not getting any better. You're listening to Taxed Out The Podcast. Join us today as we talk about a standard deduction and an itemized deduction, what goes into each, and which option might be best for you. So how are you doing today? I am marvelous, thank you. Why are you yelling? <laughs> I am marvelous, thank you. It's hard to edit those types of things. It was exci- I'm excited. Why are you excited? It's time for another podcast. It, it, What's not exciting about that? You might be the most excited person I know. Woohoo! So, a few episodes ago, we talked about Girl Scout cookies. Yes, you what, just ate one of them. I said, what's the first thing I did when I came in here? You took your tax, you call it. Exactly. I said, there are no taxes in Girl Scout cookies. See, I'm trying to help our listeners think whenever they take it's something. It's just a flat fee they say, for hey, a Girl Scout cookie. This is, this is my tax for helping be your supplier. Wrong. Now that sounds wrong too. Your mule? <laughs> Not getting any better. <laughs> we, we can go either way with this. Uh, delicious. Uh, don't forget to get your Girl Scout cookies this year. Uh, anyway, so today... Are those charitable contributions? No. Uh, because you can't get a good or service oh. for a charitable contribution. Or the difference. I think the difference we're, we're gonna is get about four ninety five of the $5 box. <laughs> that should be it? <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to round up to 5 <laughs> Yeah, no. You, I'm sorry. Typically, when you provide finances to a charity they give you the disclaimer at the bottom no goods or services were exchanged should have taken that piece of paper with me to get the cookies would you actually got the cookies for me you mule so you like mule now okay (laughs) i thought it was appropriate so no i I like i like how you you worked the the charitable contribution thing Uh uh-huh see you're getting better. Well, you told me what the topic was. I gave so. you an hour heads up. And <laughs> I, I had an idea. You didn't respond, so I didn't know if you saw it or not. Didn't know if you had your your typical afternoon Well, you nap generally on. don't respond to my text, so I just decided not to respond to yours. That's fair. So today, we're talking about the difference between standard deduction and itemized deduction. So a standard deduction, everyone gets. Everyone gets it. Every year. Whatever it is. So for 2022, number for single is 12,950, and for married, it would be 25,900. So deduction, once again, to go back to that deduction versus credit deduction, says if you made, let's say, for a household, married couple, they made $100,000, then you deduct 25,900 from that, and that is what? That's your standard deduction. And then you've you, you've got other things that will play into yeah, that. Yeah, play into that. But, but then, that, then you're paying taxes on so, the difference. Subtract some tax. Yeah, where a credit would say if you owe ten thousand dollars in taxes, but you have a thousand dollar credit, now you only owe nine thousand dollars. So credits are always better. However, we'll get into kind of an itemized deduction. So itemized deduction. You want to explain that one? Well, certain things the federal government allow you to. Uh, so instead of the standard deduction, they let you add those items up, and you can take that instead of 
the standard deduction. So, you know, what, state and local taxes, charitable contributions, property taxes, medical expenses, but it's got to be quite a bit of money in medical expenses before you can start deducting those. Um, I mean, I think those are the those are the biggest those ones. Those are the main ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, for if you have a mortgage, uh, each January, your, whoever your mortgage is through, that institution, I can't say a bank anymore because there's a lot of lenders who aren't banks who do mortgages or lending. Okay. Just, I just go through a bank. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, old fashioned. So in January. And I write my checks. You'll receive yes. a form 1098, which shows your mortgage interest. That you can deduct. Or add up in your itemized deductions. Yep, it shows the amount of mortgage interest you paid during the previous year, which then you can also take to put into your itemized calculation. So that form will also show uh, your mortgage insurance, real estate taxes, uh, and, and other numbers. Um, but the, the main piece that you'll want to look for is that interest payment. So you'll take that piece, you'll add it to... State and local taxes. Do you pay state and local taxes? Oh, well, legally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone does. <laughs> well, I want to know some, that person. Some states don't have Well, state oh, fair. Yeah. We've talked about that before, too, <laughs> yes. But here we are in Illinois, I love, and there are state taxes. I love throwing the curveball. Thank you. The the trick questions out there. So but that, this is where it's tricky, right, with the new law. So, you know, if, if you pay two too much, let's say, in state taxes plus property taxes, right, then, I mean, it's what, 10000 Yep, 10000 is the IRS limit for state and local tax deductions. So if you're over 10000 doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you're capped at ten. But what goes into that, one piece would be real estate taxes. So once again, on that form that if you, I guess, if you have a loan on your real estate, if you don't, you're going to have to keep the, the the actual tax form that's sent to you. But yeah, that I write my checks for and, and give them to the county. And checks. <laughs> I escrow. Uh, so it's all in one. So on my form 1098 that I get from the bank that I go through. You see it. I see it right there. So that's, that's my proof on there. So your real estate taxes, you can add that up into your state and local tax piece. Uh, state and local income taxes. Uh, where is this found? On your W-2. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, see? <laughs> for, for not getting heads Thank up. Thank you. You're, you're and if you it. owed last year, you know, so you paid state and additional, or this year, you, what I'm trying try to say, I got myself confused. <laughs> if, you, if you paid additional state taxes, yeah, on your tax return last year, your state tax return, you can also include those in this year's deduction. I caught myself. Yeah, you are. I correct. went in a little circle. I had my note here. But I came back. And I was going to correct you, but you stay on course. Hey. Don't, I had, don't forget to add any money you sent with your prior year state or local tax return. And if you're doing your tax return on your own, right, via some software, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll, it, it pops in automatically. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got that figured out. But it's just something you don't want to forget. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, easy whenever you, your your whoever's doing your taxes should know to look out for it if you're able to itemize. But uh, if you're able to just upload your prior return into the tax software, it should take care of, like you said, a lot of the hard stuff on its own, and it'll tell you at the end 
whether you should itemize or take the standard deduction. Right, because it's doing the math for you. If you input everything correctly. Oh, yeah. wow, that's yeah. tricky. So make sure to keep these receipts that we'll talk about in a second. But so sales tax, uh, if your state and local sales tax is greater than your state and local income taxes, you'll be able to deduct that piece. That is part of the wow. 10000 And then the last piece is your personal property taxes. So, okay. Uh, a lot to calculate. A lot to add up. A lot to add up. But if you just put it in, even if you had, you, you put it all in there and it was 20000 the software is going to cap you at ten. Yeah, doesn't matter. If you're doing it by hand, you should know. <laughs> yeah, once you add up a few things, you know, I mean, you... you to be honest, you can hit ten pretty quick once you get past your your property taxes, or your real estate taxes, and your state taxes. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the state tax in Illinois is five thousand, right? You know, so I mean, you you know, if you're or five percent, I'm sorry, state taxes is five percent basically, right? In Illinois, so 4. I was thinking to myself, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, married couple makes hundred thousand dollars, five thousand of that is state taxes, basically, right? I mean, yes, basically. And then property taxes are probably at least another five. I mean, depending. I mean, it all depends on where you live and what have you. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, property taxes aren't cheap in Illinois. Yeah, that's why we had. Every state is different. With some states, will have the tiered uh, tax approach, income tax approach, where right, uh, it's not just a flat rate like Illinois. Other states, I think we're one of the higher states for property taxes here. Uh, when you I think just go to any of the surrounding states. It's not that bad. A little, a little expensive. But yeah, so you add that all up, 10000 You can then add that separately to your uh, mortgage interest. So that is not included in the 10000 Separately is also charity. So I said earlier that you want to make sure that you keep all of your uh, receipts because um, that's your proof. If you ever do get audited... You're going to need to... You better have your receipts. Make sure you have that. But at the end of the year, you're going to want to remember what all you had. So, And a lot of charities, right? I mean, if you give enough, I mean, they, they send you a form. Here's what you gave last year. Uh, you, know, not, you know, you didn't you didn't get anything in return, mm-hmm. so to say. But then, but you still... There's times, I mean, if you have, you know, a, a $20, you just give them cash, somebody. I mean, keep, I'd say, you know, you need to write it down or something. I mean, or you just... It's like, it doesn't matter. But, you know, I mean, sometimes you write a check for 50 bucks or I know you don't write checks anymore, but anyway, you know, or $100. I mean, maybe you don't get a receipt at the end of the year for that. And if you don't remember that you that you contributed that, then that's just, you've just given the federal government some money. So, <laughs> I like how you, you're always on that check piece. So, I'm on the hospital foundation board. Okay. Uh, where the, the city I'm employed we set it up through PayPal, where as a nonprofit, there's no fees to us that people can actually go on PayPal to donate to the charity. So a lot of people don't have to send checks. Wow. So you're trying to make it easy for everyone. That is nice. But, and we'll, we'll test my wife here to see if she'll listen or not. Uh, oh so she, she is doing... I you said that. <laughs> she's doing the Polar Plunge, which is a um, fundraiser for... I believe Special Olympics. Yes. Correct? Yep. So I went on and I secretly, was very anonymous, donated $50 to it. 
After I did that, I got the email that says, thank you for donating $50, here's your receipt, but I did it, it's February. So now I have to wait until a year from now. And you just print it out and put it in your file. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you put those types of things. But this is the, the perfect example of, I need to keep this receipt for next year's taxes. Or you've just given Or I just... Or paid a little more than you needed to. Yeah. So and you donated money to the federal government. That's very nice. I'm of you. sure I've done it before. Whenever you, whenever I pay cash for uh, to a charity, I do that all the time because uh, I'm not going to ask for a receipt. I'm not. You're not you going to write it down. I mean, there's yeah. because you don't who, need a receipt. Who's going to for small it? cash contributions? Right. I mean, but you you know you need to write something down. If you have enough small cash contributions, they're going to start questioning you too. But fair enough. So. Uh, the big thing here with, with charities, write it down. Uh, if you think about, uh, just name some charities. What? Um, well, your church. Yeah. Or church. your hospital foundation. Or, I mean, you've got different missionary groups that you could give to. Uh, you know, United Way, right? I mean, Red Cross. I mean, in this day and age when there's, you know, all the earthquakes and stuff mm-hmm. going on over in Turkey and Syria, I mean, a lot of groups are set up. Charities are, are taking money for that. You know, Ukraine with the war. I mean, there are different groups that are taking money. I mean, there's lots of con- you know, lots of places you can contribute money where they need it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, like St. Jude just did was doing its annual uh, gifting. I heard a lot on the radio. Okay. Still listen to the radio when that's, I go to work. It's, I think that's important. It's a 20 minute drive. I don't want to give my phone out for it. So you know, you have that as well, or your local YMCA. Yeah. YMCA is a nonprofit. So. No matter who you're contributing to, track track the money, add it up to all these items, and see can I itemize or or not. And then the last piece you briefly talked about it. Uh, I thought you weren't going to talk about it, so I'll just highlight it quickly. Medical expenses. Oh yes. <laughs> you're like that doesn't matter. Typically, you have to spend a lot. So with uh, medical expenses, it's anything out of pocket from your pocket that exceeds seven and a half of your adjusted gross income. Seven percent. Seven and a half percent of your, yeah, of your AGI. So typically, if you have good insurance, you'll be capped somewhere, or they have a reimbursement uh, program where once you spend so much, they send you money back, and you can't count that money towards what you spent as well. Um, so it's hard to exceed that seven and a half. Some people do it, and that's why we're bringing it up. Oftentimes, you know, if, if you know you're going to have a lot of medical expenses and you might not have good insurance or you have a high deductible plan, you know you're well, going to... some serious medical complications in some year. Right. right. If you mm-hmm. know you're going to have a baby in a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I that, was thinking... That's serious. It is. Okay. That, I, that's no, that's one good. thing you can plan for. Other medical things you might not be able to plan for. But if you know, like, okay, then in the beginning of the year, you can start keeping your medical receipts and see what the, the final outcome is. There you go. You know, so keep them at the end of the year. You might not need them, uh, but might as well look at it. So take all that, try and figure out if you can itemize. Uh, the, and I don't know if we want to say the, the strategy of gifting. If you are charitable minded, you can double up in a year to make sure you itemize uh, now I'm not sure if your local organization would appreciate 
not receiving something in a year because you're waiting until the next year to to gift it, but they're going to enjoy their gift either way. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of like charities. If you know you're going to give so much the following year, you just go ahead and front load it. The you know in the current year in December, say, and you know even if it's church, right? Maybe you give January, February, March, or something in December to try to because the whole idea is to take the itemized in one year and then the standard in the next year because the standard is a good deduction where it didn't used to be that much. Mm-hmm. So if you can try to play that numbers game instead of. And if you're barely getting over the itemized each year, that's probably when it's really worth checking out, front-loading some yep. deductions. Yep. You heard it here first. Probably not first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wanted to see how it felt. It sounded good. It did sound good. It felt yeah. wrong. <laughs> well, it's because it was a lie. You heard it here. <laughs> uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, and until next time. Thank you for listening to Text Out The Podcast. As always, make sure you speak with a professional as nothing we talk through is intended for individual advice. Email us at thetaxdonkey at gmail.com with some of your questions. And don't forget to hit subscribe. Until next time.